Section 1. Guess what? Hashem loves you. Sefer Shmira Saloshin says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Oyehev Adam Yoyser Misha Adam Oyehev is Atzmai. Hashem loves you even more than you love yourself. Chapter 1. Unconditional Love. Analyzing the unique relationship between parents and their children. The Sefer HaIkrim says, Le'nimtza rachame shum nimtza alzulasai. We don't find any love greater than the love a father has for his child. Hashem set up the world with an innate, indestructible love that every parent has for his child. The Sefer Archist Tzadikim says, The mercy a father feels towards his child is a natural instinct similar to to that found in all other living creatures, such as dogs and other animals. Let's analyze this for a moment. Just as you build a relationship and create positive feelings toward another human being, so too those feelings can cool off and the relationship can dissolve. A person can detach himself emotionally from any relationship. You can split from a business partner, dissolve a friendship, and even divorce a spouse. However, parents can never stop loving their children, because the relationship is not man-made. Rather, it is a natural instinct created by Hashem. But what about all the pain, agony, and frustration a child can sometimes cause his parents? Doesn't it sometimes seem that some parents hate their child? When we see frustration, tension, and anger between parents and children, we are actually witnessing the manifestation of their indestructible bond. Because when parents overreact and freak out, that is the very proof that their internal love is still intact. It would be much less painful and much easier for parents to cope with a difficult child if their loving bond would lessen as their relationship deteriorated. The proof is, would they ever get this worked up because of their neighbor's child, their nephew, or anyone else in the world? Therefore, when a child sees how angry and frustrated his parents are because of the way he acts, he should realize that this proves how much they really love him. For if they didn't love him so much, they wouldn't be so infuriated. Furthermore, if the child would become deathly ill or in need of a kidney, these same parents, who seem so full of hate towards their child, would surely do whatever is necessary to help save their child. And what if the child would, God forbid, die? Who would bury the child, mourn the child, say Kaddish for the child? Only parents grieve endlessly and even decades later still feel pain and longing for their child. Need proof? Here's a powerful example of this concept. David HaMelech's son, Avshalom, is the perfect example of a son gone entirely wrong. After all, what could possibly be worse than a son trying to murder his own father? Yet when Avshalom was killed, David cried out eight times, my son, Bini, and he could not be consoled. He even cried out, If only I could have died instead of you. The lesson to us is clear. A child always remains a child, regardless of what he does, and even when it seems that the child has destroyed his relationship with his parents, the internal connection is still completely intact. We all know of many stories where parents and children made up with each other even after many years of horrific fighting and separation. 
Had someone else caused that much pain to the parents, there would be no coming back. But with a child, emotions and tears pour forth with words of love as soon as the walls of separation come down. The reason that children, and particularly young adults, have so much trouble understanding this concept is because of one sad fact. It simply does not work both ways. The Svasema says, Godla The natural inborn love that a child has for his parents is not nearly as strong as the attachment the parents have for their own child. Therefore, until a person has his very own child, unconditional love is just a theoretical concept, but not a feeling he can actually experience. He can hear the concept of a father risking his own life to save his child, even if the child is mentally challenged or physically ill, but he doesn't have anyone in his life for whom he would actually do that. It is for this reason that a child can begin to comprehend and appreciate his parents' unconditional love for him, only after he has his own child toward whom he will feel this unconditional eternal love. This is the difference between the parent-child relationship and all other relationships. All other relationships begin when you meet someone and begin to develop a connection. At this point, your association is purely external and is void of any internal feelings. However, as you continue to share life experiences together, you will develop an internal bond with that person. Thus, every other relationship begins with externally getting along and liking each other, and then it slowly works its way into the internal, emotional zone of love. Under normal circumstances, you can't develop a real emotional bond with someone you just met two weeks ago. You can really like them and enjoy being with them, but it takes time until that connection develops into internal emotional feelings. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Falling for it. This is why there is no such thing as falling in love. Falling in love is an oxymoron that only morons fall for. Love is a person's deepest emotion, and it takes years and years to truly develop real internal feelings for another human being. You cannot simply fall into it. People claim to fall in love and then fall out of love over and over again, falling in and out, in and out. But the quicker you fall in love, the quicker you can fall out of it, because it was never a true emotional connection and inner bond. In truth, you were never in love with anyone, other than maybe yourself. However, when parents create a child, the love they feel for their creation is not based on any external factors, since the baby has not done anything and is not doing anything to earn their love or respect. The Radak says, Ki ein al-haben. And yet, internally, in the emotional zone of love, a parent's heart is completely in love with their child right away from the very first minute. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Cutie pie. If someone would disturb your night's sleep demanding to be fed and changed night after night, you would probably hate that person with a passion, and you'd call the cops. Yet, this baby, who you only know for just a few weeks, gets away with it night after night, and to top it all off, you even think that he's the most adorable thing on the planet. What did this baby do to earn this kind of emotional attachment to you? 
absolutely nothing, and that is precisely why this love is indestructible. Thus, the basis of true love is an internal emotional connection that is an indestructible, unconditional, internal, eternal bond. You are emotionally attached to that person, and that is not based on how well you get along with or how strong your exterior connection is. In Avester of Nasan, it says, "Kol ahava shehitluya b'davar, batol hadavar, batla ahava. V'she'ena tluya b'davar, ena batelo la'elam." This means that when love is dependent on something external, then when that thing is taken away, the feeling of love that developed only because of that external thing will evaporate. However, when the love you feel for someone is not based on anything external, then it can never be destroyed. Therefore, the only way that true love can develop is if an internal emotional bond is created. This happens slowly over time by helping each other, giving to each other, supporting each other through hard times, etc. These things build a true internal connection between one person and another. After true love develops, even if the external factors fade away over time, the internal connection continues to grow stronger and stronger. However, the deep feelings of love and attachment that a parent has for a child are inserted by Hashem directly into the internal love zone without going through the external process. Therefore, it is unconditional and indestructible. There is no internal joy like the nachas parents get from their child, even a little baby cooing, saying, Mama, crawling in the mud, eating melted chocolate with his hands. It's all delicious to his parents, just to his parents. Conversely, there is no pain like the pain parents feel when their children give them agmas nefesh, grief, from little things that bother them way out of proportion to big things that literally break their hearts in a way that no child can even begin to understand. Yet even if the outer connection between parent and child is so damaged that they may even seem to hate each other, still in all, the interior emotional connection and inborn instinctive feeling of unconditional love remains completely intact. As we have seen with David HaMelech, his son Avshalom was ready to take his father's life Yet when Avshalom's life was taken, his father cried out, Bini, Bini, in terrible pain. So too, regardless of what happens between parents and their children, nothing can ever break the eternal bond. Now we can discover something amazing. The Holy Zohar HaKadosh teaches us that the physical world was created as an exact mirror image of the invisible mystical world above. Just as we explained that a child cannot comprehend the concept of unconditional love because it does not exist in any of his relationships, so too, parents would never be able to comprehend this unique concept of unconditional love if they did not have this feeling toward their children. We can now appreciate that the reason that Hashem chose to create the concept of an instinctive, unbreakable love from parent to child is specifically so that we could have some way to comprehend the concept of unconditional love. For if there was no earthly concept of unconditional love, then we would have no way to wrap our minds around the idea that Hashem literally can love us unconditionally. Zekheli ve'anvehu, elekai avi ve'arei 
The Torah says that after the splitting of the sea, we all sang to Hashem, He is my God, and I will honor Him, the God of my Father, and I shall uplift Him. During the last Shabbos of the Divrei Shmuel's life, he quoted the above verse, which is also found in our daily prayers, and then he passionately challenged the people around him, Zekeli, b'mahu keli shali, mama sarti v'hikrafti bavurai, v'chishanisiyas hativiyas v'hatshukai shali, l'chvoida yisbarach, u'maz chusi sheyikra elikim shali. Is Hashem my God? How did He become my God? What did I do to earn that He should be my God? Did I overcome my natural tendencies and withhold my desires out of respect for His honor? What did I sacrifice to merit and acquire His love and devotion to me? Let's be honest. Every relationship is a two-way street. To obtain love and affection from anyone, you need to do something to earn it. You can't simply pick someone out of the blue and proclaim, this person is my best friend, if you've done nothing at all to earn that title. Making mighty proclamations about your close relationship with Hashem and grand statements like, Zekeli, he is my God, is spiritually dishonest if you have not done anything to earn this title. But then the Divrei Shmuel explained, in every relationship, one must earn the other person's affection. However, there is one exception. Let's bring an example to prove the point. What is Ziskite? Suri waited five years to finally be blessed with a child. She could not stop talking about her gorgeous Ziskite, the cutest baby on the planet. But for some reason, whenever she introduced her baby to other people, they replied, uh, oh, oh, yes, adorable. Definitely one of a kind, and found some excuse to quickly slip away. <laughs> to attain the title child, you do not need to do anything at all. Once you are someone's child, you will always remain that person's child, and nothing will ever change that. Since the only example on earth of indestructible love is the love of parents for their children, that is Dafka specifically, why Hashem chose to call us, of all titles, Banim Atem Lashem Alekechem. You are children to Hashem your God. Hashem chose to call us His beloved children, knowing full well the ramifications of this comparison, and He certainly meant it in every sense of the word. Interestingly, as seen above, the instinctive feeling of love that parents have towards their children is far stronger than the love children feel towards their parents. You know what that means? Accordingly, we can be sure that Hashem's love for us far exceeds the love that we can possibly feel toward Hashem. Authentic Yiddishkeit believes that the love parents feel towards their children is instilled by Hashem as a natural instinct and it is not dependent on anything at all. Now you know exactly why Hashem chose this specific way to describe His unconditional love toward each and every one of us. Now you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that regardless of who you are and what situation you are in, Hashem loves you.